Our next storyteller. Next storyteller. Your next storyteller. Our next storyteller. Hello and welcome to The Narrators. This podcast collects stories from our live events where people share true stories based on a theme. This week's story comes from show favorite Chris Charpentier. We went digging deep into the archives to find this one. Chris originally told this story six years ago on May 16th, 2013 at the Deer Pile in Denver, Colorado. The theme of the show was fake. Hello, everybody. Uh, when I was 15 years old, I was asked or invited. I wasn't asked. That's weird. I was invited to go to... Uh, on a cruise with my best friend and his family, which was his parents and his brother and his brother's girlfriend. And I agreed immediately. Uh, So I went on this cruise. We went to a few islands. And uh, the first night, uh, we were 15 years old. I was 15 years old. The first day that we got there on the the boat, uh, my friend's parents gave us, they bought us alcoholic beverages and then said, see you in a week. (laughs) So we knew what we were in for. It was gonna be fun. And uh, the first night, the, the, on the cruise, they have the big uh, open deck where the big swimming pool is. Well, at a certain time that closes and they put a net over the pool. And so everybody that is on the deck goes and goes to the nightclub or whatever they, they do. But you can still hang out on the deck. And they have two bars that are up there and they close, of course. And they put the little, you know, gates down over the alcohol and all of that stuff. And they take, they screw the taps. They take this, screw things off of the taps. But the taps still work, you see. And they also leave a mountain of glasses right next to those taps. So we had free beer forever. <laughs> is what just happened. And, uh, and that was awesome. And they also the gate that they put over the alcohol, there's no way that you can steal a bottle of beer through there. It's impossible. But you can definitely steal cartons of cigarettes. <laughs> so we did that. So we were smoking and drinking for free. We were living it up, everybody, in the middle of nowhere, and it was fantastic. It was fun. The first few days, that's all we did. Get drunk and have a great time. It was fun. But to my core, I'm a stoner. I like weed, and this drinking is not going to do. All right, it's fun, but it's just not, it's no good. Uh, so on one of the islands, I can't remember which, it's kind of fuzzy. <laughs> uh, I decided uh, to buy, I bought a pipe from some guy on the beach. It was a cool little wood handmade pipe. And I was, he was like, you want the stuff to put in it? And I said, yes. <laughs> and he's like, okay, it's another 20 bucks. And I said, okay. And I gave him 20 bucks and he went to hand it to me. And I like put out my hand and went to look. And he was like, no, 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 put it in your pocket right now. There's cops and stuff. And I was like, okay. So I did. But then I was like, God damn it. I just got fucked. And I know it. Even at 15, I knew that I was getting <laughs> fucked. So I went to the bathroom at the Burger King. Because I'm on an island and that sucks. But whatever. <laughs> I'm on the island in the Caribbean and I, whatever. So I went in there to check. Uh, and I looked and it was terrible weed. It was brown Really disappointing clump of stepped-on shit brickweed. I was like, damn it. Whatever. It's better than nothing. So I snuck it back onto the boat with me. And my best friend didn't smoke weed, but his brother did. So I was like, hey, let's smoke a bowl. And he's like, all right. 
And he and I were both seasoned potheads, even at 15. And we started smoking weed, and we finished a half a bowl. And he was like, I'm done. I'm lit. And I was like, yeah, I'm probably pretty stoned too. So, we're, so it was great. Turns out this was really, really, really good, weird Caribbean weed. It was great. And apparently, I was the only person on the boat that went out of their way and got some. Because word got round, all right? I'm not kidding, I was popular the next day. People out of nowhere were just coming up to me and they're like, hey dude, I heard you like had some weed. And I was like, what, who is telling people this? And so, and then I started trading for whatever they had. I snorted Ritalin for the first time on that, on that cruise. Not that fun, turns out. Uh, but I did that. And then somewhere along the line, because uh, I had done this with a few other people, but somewhere along the line, I met this very tall, almost seven foot tall, Eastern European man, who's young, maybe in his 20s, very, very lanky, fun, very nice. And he's like, I hear you have weed. And I was like, yes, I do. And he's like, I'll give you, give you pill of ecstasy, you exchange me weed. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Sounds sweet. I've never done ecstasy, but I'm into it. Let's do it. Uh, and he's like, okay, I'll take you down my room, meet shipmates, we'll party. I was like, okay. Whew. All right. This is okay. So we started, I followed him. I followed him, we started going, and then we, by happenstance, just ran into his shipmate before we even got down to the room. He was just some very short, fat guy with a very heavy New York accent. Very stubbly, very odd-shaped man. But very nice, also. And he's like, oh, right on, you got the weed, huh? That's great. Let's go down to the room, we'll smoke some weed. Give you some ecstasy. And I was like, okay, this is bizarre. And so we went down to the room where we met the third shipmate, who was a very handsome Italian man. And, uh, and we started smoking weed, and the Italian man, out of nowhere, we're sitting there, and he's like, okay, it's time to buff up. <laughs> and, sat, and started doing push-ups in the middle of the room. And it was like, okay, there, he's buffing up. And I'm sitting here. And my friend who didn't smoke weed was still up, and it's, so now it's just me and these guys, and I'm like, this is very weird. But they were all very nice, but very weird. The, the weird Eastern European guy, the really tall guy, he's putting on suntan lotion the whole time. That guy's doing push-ups. The fat New York guy's just... I was like, okay, this is such a weird... But we smoked weed and did ecstasy, and we went up to the, to the pool, uh, where immediately the Italian guy took off his shirt and pants. He was wearing a Speedo. He's like, I'm going to go hit the slide. <laughs> he was like, oh, all right. And he did hit the slide. And then we watched and laughed and laughed. He was, he was just, it was great. And we played hearts all day. They kept buying us champagne, me and my friend, because he didn't smoke weed, but he drank. And we just drank so much champagne with these guys and played hearts and tons and tons of ping pong. This seven foot tall guy was impossible to beat. That wingspan, you know what I mean? You can't, you think you got him and nope. Anyway. He never moved. He was impossible. Anyway, so we were having a lot of fun with these guys, and I met up with them the next day, because, again, I was the only person here who had weed, and this weed was potent, so I still had some, and it was wonderful, and I was sharing it with these guys, and this was the last day. I'd met them on the second to last day, so now we're on the last day heading home back to Florida, or whatever. That's not home, but Florida. And uh, so I met up with these guys again on the, on the deck, and I was like, you guys want to smoke some weed? I have a little bit more, and they're like, yes. 
So we go down, it's almost the exact same thing happens again. I'm gonna bump up, and he gups down and he starts doing fucking push-ups again. And the other guy's slathering himself with suntan lotion. And it's very bizarre, but they're all very nice, but they're very, like, typical, like, in, like, the most stereotypical, you know, the Eastern European guy, he was, like, dancing to techno the whole time. He was wearing a gold chain, just, you having fun on the boat? And it's like, yeah, it's been fun. You know, you want champagne? It's like, okay, this is so weird. And I, like, looking back on it, I'm sure that they were just having fun with a couple of 15-year-olds. You know what I mean? Because we were just getting wasted. We went to a dance club and had, you know, we were just being stupid. And I'm sure they were just having a good time with us. But it was fun, you know? We were having, literally, it was the best week of my life. At some point, we were throwing the lawn furniture, the, like, deck furniture, off the boat. <laughs> Tables, chairs. It was fucking awesome. We were having the best time. We really were. So we were really about getting close to, like, the landing now. And I was like, oh, uh, I have a little bit of weed left. I'm not going to be able to take it on the plane. Let's go back down to your room and fucking smoke all of this. Like, okay. That was the big Russian guy. I assume Russian. I don't know. Anyway, so we go down into their room, and we're hanging out. There's no more pumping up or any of that. We're all just now sitting because there's no reason. We're all just going to get stoned. And I say to the tall European guy, because he was the most talkative and the friendliest of all of them. So I say to him, so uh, where are you guys going now, like from Florida? What are, you, what are you doing next? And he says, probably just going back to Detroit. <laughs> what happened to your accent? <laughs> oh, we're all faking. They're all just buddies, roommates in Detroit. We're like, let's go have fucking fun on a cruise. <laughs> I kind of look like I'm European. The other guy's like, I super look Italian. And the fat guy's like, I can't do an accent. <laughs> it was the weirdest and best week of my life. Thank you so much, everybody. Have a good night. That's Chris Charpentier. Let's do that, Chris, this summer, you and me. We'll do accents. We won't, litter, we won't litter in the sea, but other than that, we'll have fun. The Narrators was created by Andrew Orvidal and is produced by me, Ron Doyle, Sidney Crane, and Aaron Rollman, with support from Scott Carney, Karen Wachtel, Jesse Witten, and Robert Rutherford. We'd like to thank our sponsors, Bumport Theater Company, Illegal Pete's, From the Photo, and Great Divide Brewing Company. Our theme music is by Whalehawk, and we'd also like to thank TikTok, who provided the outro music you're listening to right now. As always, a huge shout-out to fans just like you who attend our live monthly shows, which take place every third Wednesday of the month at Bumport Theatre in Denver, Colorado. For more information about our storytellers or the narrators, visit thenarrators.org and find, rate, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah, wah.